are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all the things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you. Are you struggling with the process, the hype and the many online options out there? Each week we publish three podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday to help you with all the pain points you may come across in your business journey, including many tips to keep you and your business healthy and thriving. So, before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step-by-step, and it's completely free. Hi, welcome to episode 13, Avoiding Shiny Objects and Keeping on Tracking Your Business. Yeah, thanks, Emily. This episode's about those opportunities that you might see online that seem to come up all the time and many of them are not actually cracked up to be what you think they are. So when starting a business, you need to put in a lot of effort and focus on that one product or that one niche. The main issue that you've got if you keep looking at other opportunities is that you spread yourself over a wide range of websites, niches, products, and that can be fatal to your success online because rather than giving 100% to you, you know, to one thing, you dilute your efforts over the whole range of your portfolio, and that results in not focusing on any one specific thing, focusing on a whole lot of different things. So it means that all of your efforts are diluted over a number of websites or a number of niches. I think the key to success online is actually being true to a goal or a strategy. So what we mean by that is actually setting up a goal at the beginning of your business journey printing it out, sticking it on the wall and following it and and actually looking at it daily or weekly and going, right, am I being true to that goal or or strategy? Uh, And that will keep you focused on your one business or your one niche and and keep you away from being distracted by, you know, the other opportunities out there. So is there any time when diversification could be good? Yeah, yeah, there is. You know, the good thing with diversification is that it spreads your risk. So, you know, with your risk, it's one of those things that if you've got all of your eggs in one basket and that one basket falls over, you know, you're in trouble. So diversification is good, but I would suggest that you want to do that later in your journey. So focus on the one website or the one niche, whatever you're working on at the moment. And then once that's up and going and you've actually done the hard graft, you're making money from that, that's when you can start looking to diversify. And and once some of your existing or your original stuff has gone onto somewhat of an autopilot. So what I mean by that is that it's passive income. So it doesn't take as much of your input to generate the revenue from it. So once once you've got it on autopilot, that's going to buy you some time to then start looking at other opportunities. And that's where your diversification comes in. And that's when your portfolio of websites, if you want to go down that road, starts to look nice and diversified. So if one falls over, then you don't leave yourself in trouble. So do you have any methods of avoiding shiny objects? Yeah, um, for me, you know, that was a bit of a problem. I was I was looking at other things too much. Um, and so a lot of the, the way that I sort of set it up so I could sort of focus on the one thing is to actually stop seeing the shiny objects. So what I mean by that is actually looking to unsubscribe from things like 
Um, you know, I was subscribed to daily emails from Flipper, which is a, a website um, selling uh, businesses online. Um, and I would get um, emails every day showing me opportunities of different sites I could buy. You know, and that, that every if you're getting that every day, you're getting tempted by all these potentially good deals and things like that. Um, so I, I unsubscribe from that. Also, you can unsubscribe from email lists, which seek to promote to you all the time. They, you know, you're getting them in your inbox or, or every day. Um, so unsubscribe to some of those. And this can be for business as, as well as in life, you know, for got subscriptions to all those holiday websites, fashion websites, food and beverage websites. You know, they fill your inbox every day trying to tempt a purchase out of you. So just unsubscribe to them all. A simple way of doing that is to actually have two email accounts. One is for subscriptions and for, and one is for business. So you send all your subscription stuff to one email account and then one you just save for any important business stuff. And so the, the subscription email address you probably wouldn't even look at, I don't know, maybe once a week. So that way you, you just don't have a whole lot of emails coming at you all the time when you're trying to grow your business. So yeah, I guess I've been a bit of a sucker for shiny objects. One of my main goals this year is to avoid them. So part of this for me has actually been selling some of the websites that uh, are not really in my focus area. Um, so I've sold off a couple, you know, basically looking to avoid um, new opportunities so I can focus on, on our core business. Yeah, so to conclude, really, it's defining what your key goal and strategy is for the year and focusing on that alone decluttering your access to shiny objects and your online journey will be much better off and you'll actually feel better because you're actually not spread too thin over a whole lot of different things. It allows you clear clarity and time to focus on the one thing and you'll just find that that'll grow and build so much quicker that it's, it's kind of like an avalanche. You know, you're, the, the growth of it will spur you on to do more and, and which in turn will grow it more and, and, you know, it's an endless sort of um, upcycle, really. So that's that would be my suggestions for today. Now, Emily's going to go on to have a bit of a talk about some food for the brain. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a buzzword, really, but um, brain food. Um, it is actually a thing, and really, it really is scientifically proven that there are certain foods that do help your brain function uh, in, in various ways. These foods, they're really rich in antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and healthy fats. Yes, there are actually fats that are actually healthy for you. You do actually need some fat in your diet. So they all contribute to having more energy naturally, so less need for you know huge caffeine hits, which are just a very short-term fix and actually not that good for you in um, huge quantities. So these sorts of brain foods, they increase your alertness, your attention span, and help to help the mind to process information, all really important things when you are starting your, your business, you perhaps having to have more meetings and doing quite a lot in your day. So what are these brain foods? And more importantly, how can you get them in your diet and regularly? I'm going to go through three brain foods today and then in the next episode and the one after that, we'll be then uh, looking at various other foods as well. We're going to start with beetroot. Now beetroot um, is really high in antioxidants, nitrate, uh, which help to prevent cancer. Uh, they also help to um, detox your liver and increase your blood flow to the brain, which is really important. Um, we actually started a vegetable garden and the first thing that we planted was some beetroots. And they were absolutely fantastic. They were incredibly versatile. We'd uh, use them just raw 
uh, literally just grating them into um, salads. Also, uh, roasted is great, and the colour is just—it's just fantastic. It make it just makes your food look really, really appetising and really good. Even just adding some into uh, your daily smoothie, any little area where you can just get some of these foods in um, will be so um, beneficial. And just be a little bit careful. They, um, when you are cooking them, you can overcook. And the more you overcook vegetables, the more you are losing um, some of those nutrients. So the the, the less processed and the rawer that you can eat them, the better. Uh, the next food I'm going to talk about is avocado. So it's been very popular. Um, I know in the UK over the last few years, it's had a bit of a boost, you know, going out for brunch, smashed avo on toast. Um, it contains loads of monounsaturated fats, which is basically um, a really healthy fat and it helps to maintain healthy skin, hair and nails. It's also really high in folate and vitamin K. These help to contribute to cognitive brain function, so your concentration and your memory. So how are you going to eat more of it? Well, as I said, simply just smashing it on toast. It's great, really easy, really quick snack, um, really, really healthy lunch, and also great in a smoothie as well because it gives a really sort of creamy texture. Um, there's also lots of recipes now where it's being used in sweet desserts, for instance, cheesecake or chocolate mousse as an alternative to cream or cheese or butter to give you, you know, watching your weight or just fancy trying something new. Uh, one of the recipes I tried um, is a Hemsley and Hemsley uh, recipe for an avocado and lime cheesecake, and it is so yummy and also really, really good for you. So perfect combo. And we'll we'll put that uh, recipe um, in the show notes so you can have a look at that if you, if you yeah. want to have a follow up on the old avocados. Yeah, the Hemsley and Hemsley's got a website as well uh, where you'd be able to find that and loads of other recipes as well. Uh, and the third and final one we're going to look at today is broccoli. Again, we started growing broccoli in our vegetable garden, which is really good, really, really fresh. You know, often when you buy it in the supermarket, it's been picked weeks ago. And as soon as these vegetables are picked, they're losing nutrients. So the sooner you can eat them, um, the fresher you can eat them, um, the better. Uh, and I know it's maybe not, you might not be able to grow your own, but when you are in the supermarket, just looking for ones that look fresher and a newer. Another yeah. option with that is like looking for farmers markets and yeah. depending on where you are in the world, you know, you have sort of fresh produce from mm -hmm. farmers that come in and have a market and sometimes much fresher than the yeah, you can you can get it a lot fresher. Yeah. Now broccoli contains um choline, vitamin K, which are both very good for memory function and your focus. It also really high in vitamin C and fibre, which makes you feel full quickly which is really important if you've got a really full day ahead of you. You might not have time to have a break here and there to have snacks. So it's really good to have something which is going to help you stay full and keep you going all day. So ways to use it. Well, simply, we use it a lot in stir fries. Um, or I really like roasting it with some tamarind paste and then sprinkling with seeds for an extra boost um, is really nice. Or um, also, which I've tried, which worked really well, is just blitzing it up with... Um, some chickpeas and tahini paste and making a really quick and really healthy vegetable hummus. Um, I've started making my own hummus rather than buying it. It's so much uh, healthier and actually a lot cheaper. Uh, buying to chickpeas, the tahini paste, and then adding things to it like broccoli or um, beetroot even, and making it, you could even, with the, with the beetroots I mentioned earlier, adding them into a hummus. Um, it's a really fantastic way to get lots of vegetables into your diet. Uh, and also, making it from scratch as well, you know exactly what's going into it. 
often when these ready-made things in the supermarkets are full of all sorts of things that you would if you look at the ingredients list you know you just don't really know what's being put into it whereas if you make it from scratch yourself you know exactly what's going into it um, and so it's much much better for you so in the next episode i'm going to continue with the topic of brain food and we'll be looking at three different foods to add to your diet Oh, that's great. Yeah, really important thing is diet and keeping healthy because um, if you're not healthy, you know, your brain's going slow and, you you know, you're not giving your best to your work. And I think it's a really key component to your online journey is to actually make sure that you're as healthy as your business is. So that's all we've got for today's episode. Uh, next episode, we'll look forward to seeing you and um, run through some more tips and tricks. Thanks, guys. this episode of Elevating Business. Thanks so much for being part of our show and we love being able to share with you. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the episode notes on our website emilyandblair.com and remember that our website is a huge resource for free step-by-step guides and articles for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. That's all for now, and we'll see you in a few days' time with our next instalment of Elevating Business. Now go do something today that will make tomorrow better.